0: Welcome to the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast, the show that talks all things female resistance training to help women feel beautiful, confident, and strong in and out of the gym. Now for your hosts, Jordan and Gretchen.
1: Jordan, slow down. You're going to hit that car.
0: Are you being a backseat driver? Yeah. Well, good, because we're talking about backseat
1: coaches today. I also hate backseat drivers. I would never do that. I, except for to my husband, I do that all the time to him. So
0: I do, I do chuckle because I, I really do try to just when, when Brian's driving, I don't like driving. So when he's driving, I really just try to tune out or fall asleep all the above. But we laugh because we have one place that we go to And every time it like, he screws up the directions. So every time I'm like, do not turn here. And I, I totally sound like a backseat driver. And he's like, a couple of weeks ago, he's like, you don't need to be a backseat driver. I'm like, but I do because you always want to turn here. Uh, I really do try to not be a backseat driver. However, I think this is just any passenger. This is, it just happens. And then after you're in car accidents, it happens. You're in the passenger seat or the backseat. You always kind of fidget around based on somebody else's driving.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And I don't call it backseat driving, call it whatever you want, but that's just me.
1: It just happens. Yeah. Uh, Guy goes on autopilot. So like, if we're going the way that we would go to home, even if we're not going home, he'll end up at home. And every like, and I'm like, this is the turn. This, and sometimes he's like, I know. So then I'll just not say anything, and we'll end up going the wrong way. And I'll be like, Where where are you going? Oh, I forgot. (laughs) Gotcha.
0: Anyway, enough about backseat drivers. Let's talk backseat coaches because this is a huge thing in the powerlifting industry right now, and I'm I'm sure. It's going on in CrossFit, in Olympic lifting. It goes on, I mean, to my clients, I have had people come into my free Facebook group, message my clients and say like, hey, you'd be in a better program working with me. But let's just like, let's just establish this right now. Backseat coaching is bullshit. It's not okay. Like I always, and I had an experience this week I was backseat coached and unfortunately I was, I was backseat coached, not directly to me either. I was backseat coached through Gretchen.
1: Yeah, it was very awkward.
0: Yeah. And we talked about this off air a little bit. It puts you in an uncomfortable position
1: Mm -hmm.
0: of, do you tell me and ruin my morning, make me upset or Do you not tell me and, you know, not, not be the friend of like, Hey, like this person said this about
1: you just let, you know, it's just, it's an uncomfortable position. Um, I mean, luckily I know you enough to know that you have zero desire to be talked about behind your back or to feel like you're being talked about behind your back. So the obvious answer to me was, let's just go wreck Jordan's day.
0: (laughs) And and you asked like, so is it okay to wreck your day? And I said, (laughs) Sure. (laughs) I'm also the person I'm like, and exactly as I did, I went directly to it. Uh, you You went to the source. I went immediately to the source and said, Hey, here, you got something to say, you know, so for those who maybe don't know what we're talking about when it comes to backseat coaching, it's, it's the looking at somebody posting a video of their workout and commenting about the bad things that they're doing, the things that they're doing wrong, the things that you don't agree with messaging them, um, posting video, you know, like I've seen people and, and this is, this is 0% knock to squat university, but I've seen it done negatively. Squat university is taking, and they ask people's permission from their lifting videos. And he will, Dr. Aaron Horshey, the owner of squat you, he will go and he will like provide positive critiques to their video or like things that they could change things they're doing really well. I've seen the negative of that. And that's what we're talking about with backseat coaching. It's the negative of like beating the crap out of somebody through social media when you have no idea what's going on in their program, what they're being asked to do, anything like that.
1: Yeah. And, and that was our point. And we made it pretty clear to the person that was backseat coaching you. Um, you have no idea what our program looks like. You have no idea what injuries Jordan is working with or coming to work through. You don't know what she's tried in the past. Um, And the comment that you was made was not constructive. It was just correct. Wrong. Um, And there's, and there's different ways to do it. I think, especially with social media, there's these quote unquote coaches and influencers and whatever that will just give their opinion on a video. It's a five to 10 second clip of a lift or whatever you're doing. And automatically they know how to fix everything. Right. And it's, there's a nice way to do it. And there's a wrong way to do it. And by nice way, I mean, don't go into some random person's profile and comment on them. That's never the correct way. Yeah. Um, The nice way is Jordan and I work together four days a week. We work out together four days a week. If she sees that I'm doing something wrong, which she has, and then she has told me, but she also knows what my program looks like. She knows what our coach is looking for from me. She knows injuries and issues that I have that I need to work around so she can comment and I can comment to her. That's different. Going to some random person and saying, um, that's not a squat. That's not the proper form. You have no idea what they're doing. Correct. And that's like,
0: I, I don't know. And, and maybe this is my, my blind and idiot side of my, my positivity. Right. I don't, I don't care what that person looks like running down the street, but like, congratulations, like I have literally honked, waved, like yelled way to go out the window at somebody who's like out for a run
1: on on. On the street, like she also puts headphones in, so her partner doesn't scare her with the sounds of dying seals while they're breathing. <laughs> Jordan, you're gonna have to put some headphones in. You can't listen to me breathe.
0: <laughs> I I did do that, yeah. Um, but like, it, you, I I look at it like somebody's posting something on social media, and and we did a whole episode on social media. Everybody posts on social media for attention. Mm-hmm. There's no reason. And I'm, I'm the first to admit it. I post on social media every single day. And I love when people like my stuff, like it, it, I I love it. If I feed off of it, I also grow a business through it. So, it, right. you know, like it's, it's, it's twofold, you know, but everybody posts on social media. I have no business. I'm going to, I'm going to use keto as an example, right? Somebody posted, I saw this recently, somebody posted, they've lost a whole bunch of weight through keto. I don't necessarily very seldomly do I recommend a keto protocol for somebody. I'm not going to go on there and say, what the hell are you doing? Like, why are you doing keto? This is a terrible thing to do. Like you lost 80 pounds. Congratulations. That's like, I'm excited for you. Right. And the fact that we use, we know this about people. We know people post things for attention, for likes, for satisfaction. And yet we still go in and we want to ruin their day
1: is just, it's icky. It's icky. Well, and you were kind of saying it before, like first and foremost, good for you for working out like absolutely awesome job. If you do this, if you backseat coach to somebody that you don't know, you have no idea When they started working out, this could be their very first day. It could have taken them a year to get into the gym because they're getting over their gym fears. They could have been working out at home until they felt great about themselves, got in the gym day one, some random douchebag decides to say that's not proper form. And now they're scared to go back because they're embarrassed.
0: Yeah. I just think you you could, you never know what somebody else is going through and you never know what you could do to them with your comment. So, and yes, you could argue the same about being like glowingly positive, but more likely than not, like my positive, like you could say one, one little things, the comment somebody made to me, you have no idea where I'm at. You have no idea.
1: You have no idea
0: what my Monday looked like. (laughs) It it could have driven me to quit powerlifting altogether. It could have driven me to say, you know what? I'm done with this
1: Mm -hmm.
0: because that was a possibility Monday.
1: That is why I came in and asked if I could <laughs> wreck your day. We both had a Monday, and then we were like, hmm, "Should we just keep this bad vibes rolling, or do you need like a break?"
0: <laughs> to which I said, "I'm still petty, so just keep it rolling." Keep it rolling. But uh-huh. so you know, I think it. So this is this is my approach, and and we we both we both communicated with this individual. And shared, you know, two different sides. We shared the you don't know what my program looks like, you don't know what my training looks like, you don't know what I'm specifically working on. I also went the route of, hey, I like I'm I'm a coach as well in this industry. I try to, I do, hi, I try to pick people up from social media, hundred percent. Like, yeah. that's the way I grow a business. But the way to do that is to not blatantly throw out coaching statements right. and never, never once have I bought into somebody else's coaching because they said something negative to me on something and never once have I done that to somebody else. And I, I I always look at it. it yes. And, and the clarification was that this person was just trying to add some value to me and that's great. That's the way you should go about these conversations. Add value to somebody else. Hey, your knee sleeve's on backwards. Your knee sleeve's on the wrong knee. Like, okay, great. You added some value. I'll put it on the right leg the right way next time. Cool.
1: Right.
0: But like, add, you can't just lead with your thoughts and opinions. You know, hey, like, saw you were doing this exercise. Good for you. That's awesome. Like, how long have you been working at that? Ask questions, build trust. Because when people know, like, and trust, then they're more willing to take these pieces of advice, or maybe the little suggestions you have, hell, maybe they're ready to take you on as a coach because you built that know, like, and trust. But until you do that, throwing out these statements of that looks bad, it does, that's why are you doing that? Legit looks like this, like it, it's not a good look for you and it's not going to sell you any more clients.
1: No. My favorite too, is like, we all are aware, dear God, I hope we are all aware that there are different ways to exercise. There are different sports. There are different prime example, CrossFit people rag on CrossFit for their form and the way they do things, kipping pull-ups, not real pull-ups. I mean, I watch as a power lifter, I watch some of the squats and deadlifts and immediately I go to this needs to be fixed. This could fix this, but I would never tell them that because I am not in CrossFit. That could be perfect for their sport. That could be perfect for what they are doing. They are not trying to do a one rep max on squat. Most of the time Their kipping pull-ups are in their program for them. Some of the stuff that I do, they do not do because they're not power lifters. I would never like cross jump somebody's sport and tell them how to fix it or rag on them for doing it the way that they're doing it. Because I have done 45 minutes of a CrossFit class in my life. Yeah.
0: I, even, even by not crossing sports, right. I, this is the time of year I do a lot of observation of softball and I went and watched a softball game and the level of play is different than what I'm, I'm used to coaching or observing. Who am I to come in here and bash and rag on these kids? Right. To say like, what are you doing? Like, why would you do that? Right. Sure. I have, trust me, those thoughts, they run through my head sometimes, especially like, especially in a coaching with my coach hat on, you know, coach, like, why are you doing that? You know, why would you talk to a kid like that? Why would you make this change? Why would you tell your kid to do this? Again, I don't say it because I don't, I don't have the ability to have a conversation with that individual and to say like, Hey, like, where'd you get that idea? Where did you come up with that? But especially like these kids, if I say one thing of like, why are you doing that? Easily takes the bat, the glove, everything out of their hands. And they say, I just don't want to do this anymore. They made me feel bad. It's, it's in my lane. I'm, I'm well experienced in the world of softball that like it is, it is very within my right to say, to ask questions and to kind of make suggestions here. But one, I always ask permission. Hey, is it, is it cool if I jump in here? Even my own, my own program, my own program, my 12U team, I went and saw them and I said, Hey, is it coach? Is it cool if I say something quick? If he says no, no problem. I'll I'll have a conversation with him on the side afterwards, but it, you know, it's, you gotta have permission. You can't just insert yourself into this because you are all knowing in your small sphere of all knowing things.
1: Right. And I know as like a coach or someone who has the mentality to like look for things that can be fixed. Like we are always analyzing when we're lifting, we take videos of ourselves to analyze. We are analyzing each other. I know when I'm lifting, you're always looking to see certain things vice versa. Cause you know, I ain't spotting for real. I know <laughs> you. You had to once on Monday and you were like, up, 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 (laughs) like, because there's no way we're getting this up together. I was not positioned for serious. No, we're there for looks and video credit. I I was Um, literally, I literally positioned myself. So I did not block your hips. (laughs) (laughs) But so as people who are conditioned to look for things, it is completely okay to watch someone's lift. Have the thought in your head and not say anything. It's so hard for people to do that. And like you said, you can go up to their coach. I mean, I know there's a lot of coaches in our gym that have gone up to like other coaches because they've seen things and they're like, Hey, I noticed this in case you want to tell your client about it or in case you miss it, whatever. That's just like a courtesy, but to never go to the client, the athlete and put them down.
0: Yeah. I think the big overall picture with this is like build somebody up versus break somebody down. Yeah. And yeah, that's, there's a lot of backseat coaching going on in, in powerlifting in all, in all realms of social media now, but build somebody up, make them feel good, pump them up. and, And just remember, you don't know the whole thing. You don't know the whole picture just because you have this lens of expertise and this amount of knowledge doesn't mean that you know everything and have the right or ability to jump in and attack. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast. If you liked what you heard today, go ahead and give us a like, a share on Instagram. Let us know what more you want to hear from us so that we can truly make this the podcast that females go to, to improve their resistance training experience.